Hi, everyone. This is Ron Jolson, and you're listening to the Christian Fellowship Community Forum podcast. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to our Christian Fellowship uh, Community session number 20. And I'm Ron Jolson, as most of you know. I'm very pleased to greet all of you from the field and also from the home office. And let me also remind you that next Friday is the 12th annual Keith Wagner Lecture Series. And if your managing partner has not registered, uh, you should already have a link in your email from Steve Dugall uh, to register individually. Now, last year we had over 5,000 people attending, and we anticipate even more this year. And now it's my pleasure to introduce Randy Lehman, uh, our Fort Wayne in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and a founding partner of Summit Financial Group and Summit Business Solutions. Uh, his association began with Northwestern Mutual in July of 1983. It's a long career. You don't look that old. Uh, but you do have a whole bunch of grandchildren, so I'm thinking all the dates do work pretty well. Uh, he's currently a member of the uh, sophisticated Advisors and Ensemble Committee, uh, so that must make him a sophisticated advisor by default. So hopefully we'll, we'll learn more about that as we listen to him. But yeah, he's sophisticated. And he's the past president of the FRA plus 50 plus committee. He'd been married to Deb for 38 years. And as I said, not only parents of three, but grandfather and grandparents of six. I actually have seven, so I've got you beat by one. Um, but there's another one on the way, so I may have you beat by two. But it's never too late. Keep going with that. Um, so today our, our topic is from independence to dependence to interdependence. So this is all about Randy's journey, and I just think uh, it's just a great topic, and it really traced through some of the things that you have to tell us today. Where Randy, we're really excited, and, and as usual, we like to start with just a, a little bit uh, general background on your faith journey. Welcome. Thanks, Ron. It's great to be here. Hello, everybody. Um, you know, I have vivid memories. It was probably after my second grade year um, of I attended a vacation Bible school. We I was raised on a farm and um, my mom and my my dad were both believers, are both believers. And uh, there was a uh, the instructor at the vacation Bible school talked about accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I made that decision at Vacation Bible School. And then if you kind of fast forward, um, you know, it was, uh, I was very much involved in in church, both in elementary school, junior high, like probably many of you, of you on the call were as well, had wonderful uh, Sunday school teachers that really taught me so much about the Bible, what was in the Bible. But the reality of it was during that period of time, uh, even though I had a lot of the head knowledge uh, and I also had the the experience of accepting Christ as my Lord and Savior, it wasn't until my junior year of high school where I rededicated my life to Christ and actually through uh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And it was a great experience, and I became very much involved with FCA. And um, uh, But all along, uh, I had parents that were both God-fearing and um, also hardworking. <laughs> I mean, one of the things about my father, I remember, was, um, and we never did without Ron, 
I don't know how my parents did it now in retrospect, but my dad had four jobs. This was back during the 1970s and the economy was very, very tough um, and never heard him complain about anything. But um, I just, uh, my experience as a child growing up was very positive and, uh, but also taught me the value of hard work and dedication. But frankly, it, it also gave me some of the incentive in coming into this business as well because of um, what I saw my father go through. Yeah. So it's so funny when we look at things in our background um, and we see how they really do impact us. And that can be both true of our uh, faith and it can be true about our careers. Um, I certainly, you know, I see what you're saying in terms of wanting to avoid that situation. In my case, uh, just my father's background was sort of similar in what I ended up doing. And so they have such an impact. Uh, and it's interesting that you also mentioned that your parents were God-fearing. So um, did, did any of their uh, faith kind of have an impact on you and on that side of it? It really did, but probably even more so than my parents. Uh, it was my my father's parents, my grandparents. Um, they uh, they were Swiss, so they they spoke Swiss German, and um, when 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 I, along with my siblings, we'd go visit my grandparents. Um, every morning for breakfast, we'd wake up and they would have devotions, but then they would pray. And every day they would pray in the same manner. But Ron, what I learned was, and, and frankly, I didn't understand it at the time. And I didn't understand the impact and the power of prayer at the time, but it was inside of me. And it was one of those things that you know, as I, we're going to talk a little bit later about, um, I saw the impact and the benefit of prayer and the dependency on God, but they prayed not only for their adult children and the spouses of their adult children, but for all of we grandchildren and even grandchildren not yet living that would come into the family and also future spouses of the grandchildren. And most importantly, they prayed for the salvation and that all of we grandchildren and future grandchildren and our spouses would come to know Christ. And what's so amazing about them was God answered that prayer after they were gone, after they left this earth and went to heaven. Every one of their grandkids had become a Christ follower and every one of their grandkids had married a spouse who was also a Christ follower. That was just amazing. And so that really didn't resonate with me until later in life. But um, uh, so yeah, definitely the impact of my family's roots played a role. Yeah, you know, we, we tend to forget or not really consider the importance of prayer all the time. And part of it is because we have this view that, you know, God is in charge and you know, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. Why do I need to pray all the time? Mm -hmm. Well, the, the reality is that the system has been set up that we are co-laborers with Christ. And we have been given authority over this earth. And so God is looking for us. That's why he, he tells us to, we get not, we have not because we ask not. And we really need to exercise the authority that we've given. and. And there really is power in prayer. Uh, and the Lord is looking for his children to uh, reach out and communicate. 
and that releases all kinds of um, power because of the authority that we have. And that authority is even more increased in the spheres of influence that we have. So you were mentioning you know, grandparents praying for their children and their grandchildren. We have tremendous authority over our domain where we have um, responsibility indirectly. So your prayers for your children and grandchildren can be incredibly important and impactful. And the persistency of those, cha- those prayers, you saw the results of that and people just don't realize kind of how it's, God has set it up that way. And so that's, that's just great. Uh, but I'm talking too much. So you mentioned to me um, that in 2008, you had an experience that specifically impacted you. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I sure will. Um, and, you know, and even prior to that, you know, I'd mentioned that I, I came into this business and what attracted me to this business was the ability to, to, to achieve some level of success and also to experience independence. And, and so I was really driven, Ron, by those two things. Um, and I know people define success and independence differently, but uh, for the first, goodness, 25 years of my career with Northwestern, I was going down this path. And uh, so that's where this independence comes into play. And I was very self-reliant. Um, in, on May 27, 2008, is when my world was shocked. My family's world was shocked. And some on this call have heard bits and pieces of this story. And Ron, I'm not going to get into all the specifics because we don't have time for that. But my, my oldest child, John, who's actually one of our partners now in the firm and has been with Northwestern now for 11 years, he was um, soon to be 20 years of age. He was a college football player, just finished his freshman year of college. And he was having some health issues. And um, on May 27th, he was diagnosed with a very, very serious disease called familial adenovitis polyposis, goes by the initials FAP. Um, I had never heard of this before. Uh, it, it, and, you know, and, and it's a disease, Ron, that is primarily inherited. And I had just had a colonoscopy the fall before, and I and and we knew that I didn't have it. So, did my wife have this disease? If my wife had this disease, also there was a high likelihood that our two daughters, Kelly and Katie, had the disease as well. Uh, there also can be a lot of side effects with the disease, and so May twenty seventh, it's like our world stopped, and um, there's a series of additional tests. There's going to be surgeries. Uh, we just we didn't we had a lot of questions. We had very few answers at that time. And that night, May 27th, it's one or two o'clock in the morning. I'm down in, at our home in the office, um, and I'm literally crying out to God. And I said, God, why why my son? Why not me? Why have you allowed this to happen to my son? His life has changed forever. And Ron, no sooner did I say those words, it's like I heard the, the, these words, just like you and I are having a conversation right now. I heard these words so clearly. You don't understand the plan I have for your son. His life hasn't changed forever, but he is going to begin to change life. And no sooner did I hear those words, I had this incredible peace just overcome me from top to bottom. and. It was, it was like 
Romans 5.13, where it says, now may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it literally, I had this peace that I couldn't understand. And I went and woke up my wife and I said, Deb, we don't have answers, but I want to share with you just what happened. So because of that peace we experienced, we then all of a sudden had the hope of what now, I could be to be totally frank. We didn't have much joy yet in this. OK, <laughs> like the verse says, you're going to have. But we had the peace and we started down this journey. And um, we saw God's hand through this whole process of John uh, with my wife and my daughters. And um, uh, his hand of provision was there. And like I said, we could spend an hour talking about all those things, but we can't. But it was amazing because Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 became so real to me about trusting in the Lord with all your heart. And, and you know, I couldn't understand what was going on, but I knew that God had a plan, even though I didn't understand what that plan was. And that began this whole dependency side. For the first time in my life, I realized I am dependent upon my Lord and Savior. And it was because of this experience that that took place. I just wish it had taken place before I was going to be age 50. But I'm glad it did take place by the time I turned age 50. And, uh, I, you know, I know this is unbelievable, Randy, and thank you for sharing that. And, and just an amazing work that God did in, in the lives of your family. And I know you mentioned this generational, but uh, we can break these generational things. And, we, and we're just going to take the opportunity to break that right now. That whatever that is, uh, that disease, and we declare that it will not impact your, your family, your children, your grandchildren. Uh, and that, and that, that is just over and finished. So I just declare that. I'm not even asking for it. I'm declaring it. Because we know that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. And so, therefore, that's a declaration. Um, so, you, you also mentioned uh, your experience with a Christian community from across the country yeah. at around the same time. Can you talk um, just a little more about that? Yeah, that's where the whole interdependence side comes in, Ron, because I, I, honestly, if I, if I would not have experienced the dependency upon Christ, I wouldn't have been able to then better understand experiencing experience the blessings that come with inter or with interdependent and you know one of the things is when i when i think about interdependence and i've shared this definition with others so if you don't mind i'd like to share that definition i love it it's a wonderful definition so powerful interdependence is a dynamic of being mutually which i thought was kind of a great word since you know northwestern mutual right um, and physically responsible to and sharing a common set of principles with others. It can also be defined as the interconnectedness and the reliance on one another. That interconnectedness and reliance is what we begin to experience. Um, people started reaching out to us when they heard about John and they heard about our family. People from the home office, um, advisors across the country, team members of advisors, people we didn't even know. I started sending out, um, and I think this was even before the time of Caring Bridge, but I started sending out um, 
email communication. And there were over this period of time, 20 I sent out. And Ron, what was fascinating is I received so many responses back from people, people I didn't even know that they were praying for John, praying for the family. And I started realizing that there is so much that can come from the, the family of believers. And, and it really taught me a lesson, a big time lesson, that all this success that I had been striving for really wasn't important. What was really important was how can you begin to play a greater role of significance in the lives of others and be, be an impact, be a, a resource of good, um, and be a resource of encouragement. And um, I read through, in preparation of today, so many of these emails I'd, we had received, Ron, and what I was reminded was so many of these emails we received back in 2008 are from friends and clients and others that are no longer on earth. Mm -hmm. And others who years later develop their own stormy season yeah, and was diagnosed with a health condition, et cetera. Uh, but at that point in time, they, they were a great source of encouragement to us. And it was just fascinating. And I've never forgotten that. And, and that's why I'm so thankful now in hindsight that we were able to go through that stormy season in our family's life because of what we were able to experience on the other side. And for those who know John, my son, uh, they would see he did begin a changed life. Wow. Uh, what he has been able to do with his life now and has been able to use that as a platform for others and to encourage others and um, has been, as a father, I'm so proud to have been able to see that and witness it as a father. So does he, uh, is he aware of the Lord speaking to you so clearly about the plans yeah. that he had? And so you're actually starting to see those plans unfold which must be just incredible, just continuing for strengthening your faith. Yeah, it really has been, Ron. It's been, it's, been, um, it's been a source of great joy. Remember that verse where I said we couldn't experience that joy at the time? We've been able to experience that joy in so many different ways. Yeah. It's a, sometimes it can take decades for us to see what the plan was. And, of course, God is timeless, but we are not. <laughs> so... We have to tick through time, maybe sometimes to see exactly what's happening. So this uh, this interdependence, um, the dependence to interdependence is really what you're talking about is the community and Christian relationships that you have developed. Um, and anything else you want to say about that before we, we move on? Um, I don't think so. But, the, the, from, but well... The one thing I would say is, is never discount or take for granted what a word of encouragement can mean to others. Uh, I mean, just like this morning, I had shared before we began that so many of our uh, friends across the country, they were sending some text messages in to me this morning about they can't be on the call today, but they'll listen to the replay. Those were great words of encouragement, and I appreciate, appreciated every one of them. And uh, so I also look at as opportunities where I can do that now as well. And um, so it's 
Oh, the other thing I would share is, and Ron, actually, you know, when when you spoke at the annual meeting at the uh, Christian Fellowship Breakfast, and you talked about, you know, faith, um, forsaking all I trust him, right? Which I which I thought that was so good. But, you know, in the middle of this stormy season that each of us, frankly, will go through, each of us will go through some stormy season in life. It's always hard in the middle of suffering to see that God has something greater in store. And we can't, frankly, imagine what that is. And so um, God does have something greater in store for each one of us during those stormy seasons. Well, so here you're gonna, I'm gonna say something. Uh, this is Holy Spirit inspired now, Randy, but you know, you said, you said about uh, giving people words of encouragement. And I think that is so powerful. And it just occurred to me that, you know, when you speak a word of encouragement over someone, you're actually making a prophetic statement because prophecy in scripture is about exhorting, edifying, and encouraging. And guess what? You're doing all three of those things when you speak over someone's life like that. So you, sir, are being prophetic when you do that, in a way, those declarations. So um, oh, I'm feeling that. Mark Girl, are you feeling something there? I am. Anyway, um, so I, you know, I just want to encourage everybody to, to do that. To, we don't realize, as you said, uh, what it really means to someone. Especially somebody like you, Randy, and you know you've been in this business a long time. People look up to you, uh, and you know a word from you, from maybe to to a younger guy on the team, it could just mean the world, and and we don't even think about it sometimes. But uh, anyway, it's it's just something to think about, and it's an encouragement for all of us to remember that we need to be doing those kinds of things. Um, and I just want to say something else too, and, and what you're talking about this dependence to interdependence it's really the way the entire church has been set up god has set up the, his ecclesia or ecclesia or his church um, which is the body of believers to really be encouragement to each other and also um, to strengthen each other and you can just see that work in the christian community and those of you that are i know not everybody is maybe able to attend church as much as they want but when we do that and we experience the entire body or the body of Christ more than ourselves, it's just so much richer. And part of your story really seems to, you know, support that. So I love it. So, um, okay, well, with that, I think what we're going to do now is we're going to head out to our uh, breakout rooms. And so thank you so much, Randy, for sharing uh, so much with us. And the questions that we would like to um, put out there today is, number one, have you had a dependence deepening experience? And so that's something that, uh, that maybe drew you closer to being dependent on the Lord. That's the first one. And the second one, uh, and you can really go from either of these, is, um, is your dependence also leading you in some way to interdependence? So those are the two questions. I love the whole theme of it. The whole thing just works so well together. And I'm really looking forward now to breakout rooms. And then we will see you all back here uh, in about um, 20 minutes. Wow. Well, you just sparked all kinds of discussion, Randy. That was uh, incredible. Um, but you want to share anything that you, you got out of your breakout room? 
uh, you know, it was interesting because I, um, you know, you know, everyone has they, those who share. They they talked about, as I said before, the stormy season that we can go through, the difficult times, and I thought, you know, when someone goes through that, you have only one of two decisions you can make. Are you going to walk away from God, the relationship you have with God the Father, or are you going to lean in? And what was encouraging for me, Ron, was to hear that in each example, they leaned in. And uh, and there's so much that you learn uh, from that leaning in experience. Yeah, that, that was um, certainly a similar situation uh, in, in our room. We, we had remarkably... Uh, a number of individuals in our group had recently lost their mom and talked about just how important their faith was to carry through those situations. And it, boy, it makes me wonder, you know, without God, how difficult it must be to handle situations like that, but God, right? So we, it, it was uh, really incredible. So mostly sort of in that uh, in that direction for, to the dependence is what we experienced. So it was quite, quite, a, quite exciting uh, morning. So thank you uh, so much for sharing. And um, I guess, uh, Randy, one of the things that we like to do is um, if you want to leave us with a transforming thought, one last something to remember you by, other than Mark Cool's comment about you being 90 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll remember that, Mark. But uh, <laughs> no, um, what I'm going to, I would like to leave you with some words that were shared uh, with to me and my family during that time that I shared with you all about earlier in 2008. Um, it was a client, actually, and uh, both she and her husband have now passed away. Um, but she shared a quote from a fellow by the name of Roy Lesson. I don't know who the person is, but it's a quote that I've uh, I read quite often. And the quote goes as follows. One reason that God allows us to walk through difficult times is to turn the focus of our faith toward him. He wants us to see beyond our problem to his solution, beyond our weakness to his strength, beyond our need to his abundant supply. and what I would leave with everybody, besides that quote, is I'd shared with you all earlier about how I had this desire uh, to have success and to have this independence. And what I realized through this whole experience um, and through the dependence on our Lord and Savior and the interdependence now that I've been experiencing since 2008. Um, and let me finish with this statement, Ron. For all of you on this call, don't allow your success to obstruct your significance. That's what I've learned. There's nothing wrong about being successful, but if it blocks your ability to be significant, um, and that's what was happening to me. I just wish I'd have learned this before I reached age 50, but I'm so glad I did learn it at age 50 and I still had life ahead of me. Wow. So um, we're, we're going to note from John Muth uh, whether we can get that quote and I'm, I'm going to ask Brittany whether we could get that out to uh, to everybody because it really was a good one. 
By the way, Roy Lesson was the, the Christian Hallmark guy. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a whole division of Hallmark that's Christian, and he ran that. So that's where hey, he is. Yeah. And in our, in our breakout, Randy gave us another quote. Oh, let's hear it. It was a quote from um, the pastor of our church. And he was, and he, when he came to our house a couple days after John was diagnosed, um, he shared that faith is not believing that only good things happen to us. Faith is trusting God when bad things happen to us. This is not something you deserve, but it is something that God will use in a powerful way for his kingdom. Unfortunately, suffering is usually where God uses us the most. Hmm. That's pretty powerful. All right, I think we are going to uh, end it there. Uh, so thank you, Randy. Um, what a, just a great, great morning. And thank you all for being here. Um, and I want to mention that next month, uh, my guest is Mark Gurley from Grand Rapids. And I'm actually going to be doing that from Israel. So I will be leaving for Israel and uh, getting in the, up in the middle of the night, I guess, uh, to, uh, to do this broadcast from there. So hopefully that'll all work out. So we'll see what the Lord does with, the, with this being done out of Israel. That'll be great. So thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. And we will see you all next month uh, with Mark Early. Thank you for joining us. And for more information, visit our website, www.christianfellowshipcommunity.org. The Christian Fellowship Community is an independent, not-for-profit corporation. CFC is supported by volunteers and through donations from its participants. Neither CFC nor this episode are endorsed by, affiliated with, or promoted by Northwestern Mutual. Listeners of Christian Fellowship Community presentations and any recordings acknowledge that these productions are exclusively owned by CFC and listeners agree to only use for their listening and not to make any use for any commercial reason.